Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Hi, everybody, and I want to welcome you to this special edition of the Holstein House broadcast. Today, I am interviewing um, a young lady from Tennessee who is a, uh, she's a, an author, an established author, but she has a new book out, and I wanted to uh, bring her on and share this uh, this book with you. Her name is Debbie Adams, and uh, her current book is um, Inspir. Is it the is your first one the inspiration? My first book. <clears throat> my first book is unlocking the code to bliss. A oh, Southern Belle secret. Yes, that's quite all right. And my my current book is Divine Promises: Trusting God's Faithfulness. And all will, right. Yeah, let me put <laughs> put both books up here. Okay, there's the first one, and there's my current one. Yeah, and I do have that um, fighting with the space on the screen here. I do have both of those here. Let me share this. This is um, this is Debbie's website, debbieadamsbooks.biz. Uh, and here she shows us the um, her first book, Divine Promises. And then her uh, next book is Unlocking the Codes to bliss a southern bell secrets and so i was really interested when i saw that debbie um oh i don't think it shared did it oh well we'll get that on there and it'll be just fine i've got uh, my my pages too squished up no. so i tell tell everybody a little bit i know you're from tennessee and um you uh you are uh you're married Mm -hmm. for 11 for 11 years mm -hmm. and just just tell everybody a little bit about yourself i was born and raised in um, middle tennessee i'm a country girl you can probably <laughs> tell by my country accent my southern accent and um i lived on the farm my parents uh um had a farm out in the country and we um i grew up on that and loved every every minute of it i had um cows and horses and i still love horses to this day and um chickens and goats i do not like goats because <laughs> i got chased as a child by the goats um but that's the the only thing about living on the farm that i don't like now um but um that's and i guess that's where my um writing books started i think god started it in my heart way back then my dad um would always take me to the library um on saturday mornings um sometimes my mom would go but it was i think it was mainly my dad and um 
um, I would um, take the books that I got and go up in the barn loft and, um, you know, read them. And then I started to where I would just write little stories, whatever was in my head. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to my mom, I guess, about a month ago. Um, it was after I had written my second book. And we were talking about how I used to write when I was younger growing up. And she said that even though, you know, it was just little stories, you know, coming from a child and, you know, like make believe stories. And I guess that would be fiction nowadays. <laughs> um, and so she said that I would I wrote the same way back then as I do now. And my I didn't decide on the writing style. I think God put it in my heart to how I write. But like I'm talking to you now, that's how I write my books. I want it to be as if I'm talking to the reader. Like when they read the book, it's not just, you know, a lot of information or, you know, this is what happened in my life. Mm -hmm. It's I'm talking to, you know, them like this is what happened. But, you know, with God by your side, you can also have this peace and joy. You know, that's how I talk. And, you know, I like to I think you're supposed to talk in third person when you actually write a book. <laughs> but um, I like to um, for people to, you know, feel like they are in my book and mm -hmm. I am they are part of my book and I'm talking to them because I feel like God has called me to write faith books and I want everyone to know that God can take care of you no matter what situation you're in. And I think that's, I think that's why he put that on my heart to write mm -hmm. the way I write. Well, I was going to ask you about this. Actually, one of the questions mm -hmm. I have down is, did you think you have a specific calling to write religious books? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And then when did you realize it was a calling? I, I have a testimony of faith and mm -hmm. Um, before I wrote my first book, God was speaking to me that I need to share my testimony. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I was very shy. I guess you would call it introvert. I think that's the word. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't talk to you unless I knew you. Like, right. you know, like I wouldn't be doing this right now, you know, yeah. as, as a teenager. And, um, you know, I was I was very shy and people that know me now that knew me then, you know, they are just amazed at how God, God has worked in my life because it's like God gave me my voice. But he told me that I have a testament, which I do. I went through cancer and mm -hmm. um, and I talk about it in my book. And I am this. Let's see. In November, I was 15 years cancer free. Oh, thank, good. Thank the Lord. And yes, amen. Um, so he had been, um, you know, telling me I need to, you know, share my testimony. Back then, you know, that was, I guess, maybe five or six years ago when that mm -hmm. started. And I was like, um, okay. And so I thought, well, you know, I could go talk to different churches. But then I thought, I don't like talking to strangers and, you know, <laughs> I sing in the, uh, and I was singing in the choir at the time when all this was going on. And, you know, 
I didn't even like looking out at the audience when the choir was singing special. I would always look, you know, at the uh, um, choir director. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then fast forward to a couple of years ago, he told me again, and, you know, I kind of put it in the back of my head. And um, we do I'm, that, don't we? We, yeah, we, yeah, we, do we hear him and we're like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And that. so because I, you know, I kept telling him, no, you know, I can't do that. That's no no way I can do that. And but, you know, God works everything out. He makes everything, you know, possible. And so he brought it back up and said I needed But this time he said, I needed to write a book about my testimony. And so I sat down, wrote my testimony out, put it as an ebook on Amazon. And I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, I've done it. It's out there, you know, and God said, no, that's not all I want you to do. And so God is just, he knows he knows us better than we know ourselves because yeah he 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 it's a plan we're supposed to do it (laughs) yeah yeah he created us so he knows how our brain works Mm -hmm. and so um he said i want you to write a book and you know i've got several friends that are authors and they've written several books and i'm always getting their books on amazon going to book signings and you know all of that and um so I told him, I said, there is no way. I said, I have no idea how to even get started on writing an actual book. I mean, that is completely different than writing down your testimony. You know, it's like, you know, this is what happened. And so I, to- I told him, I said, well, okay, I will do it. But you have to make it show me how I'm supposed to write a book when I have no idea. Well, then... COVID started. So um, I started following this lady on Facebook. Um, A friend of mine found her on Facebook. And back then she was, you know, it was all the COVID political, you know, information. That's what she was talking about. And she had written, I found out she had written several books. And um, so um, I went to um one of her book clubs she had a book club on Mm -hmm. on facebook on one of the books that she had written and so at the end i didn't know it um, but at the end she was going to have a retreat she lives in california she was going to have a retreat for all the people that were in the book club that you know wanted to come and so she i had not mentioned anything you know about you know god wanted me to write a book so she um, messaged me and told me, she said, I, I hadn't even been thinking about going to the retreat. She said, I hope you are planning on coming to my retreat I'm going to have in a few months. And I thought, whoa, OK. And, uh, and you know, I didn't think nothing about it. I just told her, it's like, yeah, OK, I'll try. And um, then when she scheduled the retreat, she said the subject she was going to talk about at the retreat was the basics of how to write a book. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, you ask God for something and he will deliver. Yep. And so that's how I got started writing on my first book. And so, you know, it was a three day retreat and, you know, God had, 
he really showed up during those three days. And first off, I had never been on a plane by myself. It's always been with my husband. And so, you know, I prayed for peace, that whole plane ride and, you know, going through airports I'd never been through before. And, you know, our airport here in Nashville, you know, I'd been through it. But, you know, I had to go through the San Diego airport. And yeah, that was a little different. Yeah, that's a lot different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a lot different. And so, um, you know, God gave me um, peace, you know, that through everything and I didn't have any problems. And and then, you know, he uh, she gave me some uh, gave us a lot of information. And so then I came back home and in two months I had that book written and I self published that one on Amazon. Hmm. But um, and then he told me um, that I needed to write a book about him. And so this is where Divine Promise is my current book. That's where it came from. And there were probably over 8,000 promises in his word um, that he, I haven't counted on, but I'm assuming that many. Um, But I know there are uh, a bunch of them. And so I took the top 10 that I thought um, applied to each situation in my life. And that's how I came up with the title, um, Divine Promises. He actually gave me the title. And then I made the subtitle, Trust in God's Faithfulness, because that's what I've done through every circumstance in my life. And, you know, we have to in, you know, in this journey of life, as I call it in my book. I mean, we have to trust in somebody. And because, you know, we can't trust in ourselves or our friends you know, because you never know what you're going to get. But, um, yeah, I talk about how he took me through um, my journey of um, cancer for, mm-hmm. um, you know, I went through cancer, went through treatments. And at the end of my treatments, um, my husband then decided to leave. So he took me mm-hmm. through all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a bad time. Yeah. And um, then I um, I lost my job. Um at that time and so i you know i talk about that and how he opened the door at the end of my unemployment was going to run out um like on a certain day and you know you're Mm -hmm. applying for jobs applying for jobs and i had went on the interview still hadn't heard anything and my i think my interview my unemployment was going to run out on that monday and so the Friday before I got a phone call, it's like, um, can you start work on Monday? And, you know, it's like God has perfect timing. Like the song yes. says, yes. right on time. Yes. Now you do have a, uh, a quote um, out for your book, Divine Promises, that says uh, God always uh, walks with us uh, on this road. Uh and when we think we're alone, that could be when God is carrying us. Could you just elaborate on that just a minute? You know, how, what do you mean by that? What would, what are you trying to tell people when you say that? Um, when, when we're going through things, um, you know, God, we know God is always there, but mm-hmm. there are some things that you might, not feel that God is right beside you. Like when I was going through the cancer and um, when my husband at that time had left, 
you know, my heart was broken into pieces. And to be honest, I really couldn't feel God right beside me. Mm -hmm. But I mean, because there was a two year span that I I was in, you know, you go through valleys, you go through mountain, you're on mountaintop. And I went through a valley for like two years straight and where I was beginning to wonder what's coming up next. And it's times like that, that um, God will carry, God is carrying you. Mm -hmm. You don't know how you're going to get through it. But then when you get through it, it, you look back like I did. And it's like, wow, God was carrying me. I didn't think that he was even there, but he carried me through it and I made it. And so that's that's pretty much what I mean by that quote. OK, yeah. Yeah, because the, um, there are a lot of times uh, in everyone's life um, that we that we get the feeling that we're alone in something and we're not really. Mm-hmm. And it's always encouraging to me anyway, uh, to hear people say, you know, I was I was in this particular situation and I felt so alone. And then, you know, I prayed just mm-hmm. just a simple I even the I just don't know what else to do prayer, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh figurative scales fall off the eyes and you see that the Lord is there and in your spirit, you can feel him. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think it happens to a lot of people, but not everybody has the, um, the prompting to write about <laughs> it. It, it. And writing about these things can be very, I mean, very terrifying. You're, you're exposing uh, some very personal Mm-hmm. Uh, re- uh, information when you do that personal experiences yes I'm, i mean you know you're putting yourself out there when you talk about mm-hmm. your personal life you know for the world to see but i don't have a problem with that because there's nothing in my personal life mm-hmm. that i wouldn't tell somebody face to face and because you know throughout all of my life you know, God has been there and my faith hasn't always been as strong as it is right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I want people to see that, you know, you can, your faith can be as strong as, you know, you allow it to be because as long as you trust in God, you know, that's where your faith is going to come from. Yeah. Um, In the book, um, uh, Unlocking the Code to Bliss, um, I was wondering if you could elaborate on your your um, where you say God designed our bodies in such a way that we can do uh, what we need to if we only follow God's design. So, yes, um, that is basically um, the way God I, I was talking about how God has designed each part of our body from our mm-hmm. hair to our eyes, to our brain and, you know, even to our gut. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've heard the phrase before, you know, you need to have a clean gut. But yeah. you, but, you know, in order to do all of that, you have to get your brain to um, focus on what what you need to do in order to, I'm just using the gut as an example, Sure. in in order to get your gut where it needs to be, because, you know, your brain is connected 
um, to every part of your body. And so if you put stuff in your body that, you know, is going to make your brain say, oh, you know, this um, isn't the right type of food to have a clean gut, you know, then it's going to do, you know, what it does to destroy or poison like like in the book i talk about cancer not cancer um sugar a lot um I got diabetes cancer. yeah yeah i got cancer on my mind yeah and um so i talk about sugar a lot and the um the sugar that you get out of fruits which i put that in the book you know that mm -hmm. you can eat that for any kind of fruit you know oranges grapes whatever is better for you but the processed sugar that we get, you know, from the drugs, uh, the um, grocery store. Right. And, you know, the Little Debbie cakes. And <laughs> I grew up eating those, you know. Oh, yes, they are good. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're very, very good. good. <laughs> and those are full of processed sugar. And when mm -hmm. you put all of that processed sugar in it, it is like poison to your body yep. and it will make you you know extremely tired um low energy you know not wanting to do anything um mm -hmm. you know it had uh it, it can put you in a bad mood um at that point that was during covid when you know you had to stay home for you know not really go to a whole lot of places mm -hmm. and so i was eating all the time and i was eating all the bad stuff and yeah. so I wanted to um, get into a get my body and my life in a better shape. And so that's why I talk about a healthy lifestyle. And if we pay attention to how God has created our bodies, then we can mm -hmm. do that without actually dieting. We can, you know, we can still eat, which I still eat those sometimes, but um, we can still eat bad stuff but we have to go behind it and put in good stuff like mm -hmm. for your hair your your hair needs um um sunshine you know um was vitamin d and you know get out in the sun even on, in winter months walk out in the yard you know just you know go out you know do do something to you know get exercise to get energy right to motivate you. And um, then I also talk about the intermediate fasting, which I've done and um, you know how that's good for your body. But it's, yeah, yeah I talk about how, you know, every single um, way that God has created our bodies, you know, from the cells in our bodies to the tissues in our bodies. And I didn't do a little bit of research on that, but <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's been a long time since I went to school. And yeah, so, um, you know, it's and, and then I put examples in there, you know, of, of what I eat, how I eat, um, you know, how I exercise and, you know, the fasting that I do and which, you know, the fasting isn't for everybody because, right. you know, if you've got some kind of medical problem where, you know, you have to eat every couple of hours, or, I mean, you could, it, no way you could do that. But right. um, so I'm just going to put a, you know, disclaimer right here that, you know, even though I talk about it, you know, if you're not able to do it, please don't do it, you know. Yeah. How, do you have an, a third book in the work 
books. And yes. I think your website uh, says that you it's coming in February. Um, tell me a little, tell us all a little bit about that book. Um, that book is um, called Straighten Your Crown. Mm-hmm. And how that title came about, I was talking to my neighbor and I think I was going through something. I can't remember what exactly we were talking about, but it was some issue either she was going through or I was going through. And one of us said, just straighten your crown and go on. (laughs) And, you know, you've heard that phrase before, you know, you know, just just get up and, you know, just go on. And um, so, you know, I didn't think much about it. And then I knew I wanted to, I knew God wanted me to write a third book. And so I got to thinking about a title and I was like, okay. So I started praying and I was like, I need to have a title before I can, you know, get the uh, direction on chapter titles and stuff like that. And so he brought that back to my mind that way, how we were talking about that. And so I thought, okay, straighten your crown. And then I got to, uh, you know, thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that is a good title because it's not the crown on your head. It's the crown in your heart. Right. And it's how your, how your heart is, is how you will deal with things that go on in your life. And so mm-hmm. that's how that came up. And it's it's going to be um, straighten your crown, navigating life's challenges with grace. Oh, and, good. Yes. And so it's supposed to come out sometime in February. Um, but with the Christmas holidays and, I, you know, I got, kind of, you know, you're super busy during that time. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm trying my best to get it finished by February. But if not, it will be in March. But um, hopefully it will be in February. And so, um, yeah, that's how that's how that came out, because I think a lot of times people will like when when somebody is being grouchy towards you, when you're you know, you're in a good mood, you're um, talking to them, trying to carry on conversation and they'll just snap right back at you because maybe they're not feeling good or whatever Mm -hmm. and are common reaction is to snap right back at them. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what that book is about. It's about our heart. Um, you know, it's like how our heart is, is how we're going to react to things in our life. Yeah. And as long as our heart is, you know, geared toward heaven and God, you know, God will give us, you know, the words that we need to say for, you know, in a situation like that mm-hmm. or, you know, other situations in life. And that that's what I talk about, you know, about your heart, about having a, keeping a positive attitude and, you know, things like that. Well, I tell you, all three books sound great to me. And um, I really want to encourage people to, to go to your website. Now your website is actually uh, Debbie Adams books dot biz. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. And so you can, you, can you get all three books there or? Right. I, yeah. Yes. When the other one gets um, uh, launched on Amazon, um, you can go to my website because I have links already for the other okay. two books and it's got an order link and it will take you directly to Amazon. 
Okay. So yeah, and we'll uh, we'll share the links to those um, to the ones that are currently out and to Debbie's um, website in the uh, in the comments in the um, description uh, when we get this up. But um, so I tell you, it's really been good talking to you. It really they really sound great. Uh, I know we've got some some wind storms and and I know you guys do too. So we'll start wrapping this up. But um, Get, tell tell folks just a little bit more uh, about um, the books, the prices that where I know you said they're on Amazon. If they're on, mm -hmm. if they're anywhere else, and how they can connect with you, they can connect with me on my website, and I'll give that again. That's debbieadamsbooks.biz, and um, when you go to my website, you'll see a. a, a little banner at the top. Anyone that connects with me. Um, I will um, email them a small gift and it's going to be one of my blogs. I've written a number of a little short blogs and I've never, you know, never published them. And um, so I have a little box on my website um, that says connect with me and you just put in your email address and your name and then I will automatically get a notification in my email that somebody wants to connect. And um, my books are on Amazon. Um, the second book is on every online bookstore and it's even in Canada at chapters. And but my first book um, is only on Amazon because I self-published it. And then my second book, um, I went through a publisher to do it. So mm -hmm. that's why it's, it's a lot of other places. And my um, Divine Promises also has an audio book. So um, it's in all three formats. And um, I think Amazon right now has um, the prices for, I think, $8.99 um, for unlocking the code and I think $11.99 for Divine Promises. They, okay. You know, Amazon goes in and changes them according, you know, to, you know, the because they changed them during Christmas. And then, you know, they have changed them back, but they changed that it's still on sale. So, well, it's really been great having you here and I wish you the best of luck and we'll keep in contact because I really want to talk to you again when the next book comes out. Okay, that sounds great. Great. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.